When I was growing up, I hated my first name. Teachers calling me Richard was bad enough, but I was Dickie and Richie to my schoolmates and ball-playing buddies. My father and uncles were all Pete's, so I couldn't wait until I became Pete as well. That moment came on my high school baseball field when my coach started to call me Petey. From that moment on, so far as I was concerned, I'd been rebaptized as Pete Peterson and would stick with that name the rest of my days. I had an unfortunate reminder of my days before I became Pete Peterson when I attended my 50th high school reunion with my wife Anita. When I walked into the banquet room, several of my classmates, to Anita's delight, yelled out, there's Dickie. When we had to stand up at the banquet and give our names, I swallowed hard and said, I'm Dickie Peterson. Several years later, I had a chance to reaffirm my claim to Pete Peterson when I was writing a book on Pittsburgh Pirates legend Willie Stargell. Sally O'Leary, the director of the Pirates Alumni Association, had sent out word about the book and asked former Pirates to contact me if they wanted to share their memories of Stargell. After the phone rang and Anita answered the call, she approached me with a puzzled look on her face. She said the person on the phone claimed that he was Pete Peterson and asked to speak with Pete Peterson. The caller was Harding Pete Peterson, who was the general manager for the Pirates when they won their last World Series in 1979. That was the year that Willie Stargell, nearing the end of his career, and affectionately known as Pops, led the We Are Family Pirates to a championship. That maybe Pittsburgh had the pitching edge. Kelly hits it in the air to center field. Moreno throwing toward right center makes the catch. Pittsburgh wins it. And so this team with its remarkable comeback capacity throughout the entire regular season proved itself all over again. It was also the year that Stargell, at the age of 39, shared the National League MVP with the Cardinals' Keith Hernandez and was named the World Series MVP. I had a great time talking with the other Pete Peterson. He passed along critical information about the key trades that he made during his tenure as general manager, including a controversial deal with the Oakland A's that brought manager Chuck Tanner to the Pirates. He also shared some great stories about Stargell and the way that his towering presence in 1979 created a winning atmosphere in the clubhouse and on the field. His memory of Stargell were helpful, but my favorite part of our conversation had to do with our shared name. While I told the other Pete my sad story of growing up with Richard and its variations, he said that I was lucky. At least there were major leaguers at the time who shared my first name, including Pirates MVP Dick Grote and future Hall of Famer Richie Ashburn. He challenged me to name one major leaguer with Harding as his first name. When the two Petes wrapped up their conversation, they agreed that they were fortunate to have a last name that led inevitably to a nickname that resonated in baseball history. Though some Pete's had a rather checkered career. Pete Alexander made it into the Hall of Fame, but he struggled with alcoholism, while Pete Rose had a Hall of Fame career, but gambled his way into banishment. One of the game's greatest players has engaged in a variety of acts which have stained the game, and he must now live with the consequences of those acts. By choosing not to come to a hearing before me, and by choosing not to proffer any testimony or evidence contrary to the evidence and information contained in the report of the special counsel to the commissioner, 
Mr. Rose has accepted baseball's ultimate sanction, which is lifetime ineligibility. When Bart Giamatti suspended me, he told me to reconfigure my life. But, uh, you know, it took me several years later. What he really meant was, and I have, take responsibility for what you did. Be a man. Take responsibility for it. But I've taken responsibility now. I'm at peace with myself. And my life is doing good right now. Okay? Poor Pete Reeser had one of the most amazing starts in baseball history, but he kept running into walls when he was chasing fly balls. A few weeks ago, I was reading the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette online and was startled by a headline in the sports section that read, Pete Peterson Dies. It wasn't the headline I wanted to see just days away from running in the Pittsburgh Marathon at the age of 80, but I realized it was the other Pete who had died at the age of 89. Over the next few days, I read glowing tributes about his days as the Pirates' general manager, but the memory that I'll cherish is listening to Harding Peterson talk about the importance of being Pete. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.